0: Flying start. We are back. Sorry for the pardon the interruption, which is a sports show, uh, but in this case, I do pardon the interruption. Welcome to the Freedman podcast. We're back after uh, a quite a humorous exchange of messages between Adzo and I um, and Phil mm-hmm. talking about hey, Phil, where are you? Hey, Phil, how come you're not doing the podcast? We're get this, week? this show on the
1: road, mate. Come on.
0: This is unacceptable. Yep. Where were you, Phil?
1: On top of a mountain. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, sorry, dear listeners. Um, we did. Adzo and I completely paused that Adzo, uh, sorry, that Phil was um, out of range last week and was away. And he told us several times, but Adzo and I had a quite a boozy weekend up in Port we Macquarie. You can excuse us for. I a mean, really. of facts
1: slip. I mean, really, it was my mistake for not understanding that you were going to forget <laughs> everything that had occurred before that weekend.
0: You should have written a little note
1: That's that right. said, like, to us,
0: like a reminder on our phones, I mean, remember, I did it, Phil I, is away. I did
1: attach one to a carrier pigeon, but it obviously didn't reach you. <laughs> we were a part part of the
0: time. <laughs> who was it in... Who was It in, It was the one where Homer loses his hair and he opens up the note and he goes, remember, you are Homer Simpson. Uh, yeah, That's yeah. like us. You should have written yes. a little note for us. We, yes. Adam and I came out of Port Macquarie in a haze. Remember... I am away. That's right. Remember,
1: I am in a cave.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so, kicking off the show, um, let's start, well, it has been a couple of weeks. It has been. Feats of manliness. There must be a big list. few things going on.
2: Shall I kick in? Yeah, we we haven't heard about your house for a while. (laughs) (laughs) You're a manliness, so I'll give you manliness. So, I copped my very first dose (laughs) of childcare-inspired gastro this past week. It was probably the worst 24 hours I think I've lived nothing, stayed down. I was just singing the Rainbow Opera as I drove myself home on the porcelain bus, if you know what I mean. <laughs> What's the Rainbow Opera? What's that? I don't know that terminology.
1: Colourful
0: vom- vom- strings vomation. were yeah. pouring from right. my mouth. Yeah.
1: Is this going to be the part where you tell us that the actual Manly feat was cleaning the porcelain bus <laughs> afterwards because it's <laughs> some form of home maintenance? Is that? No, this is all, this is all ads <laughs> on
2: maintenance. The manly bit, well, I've got a good mate and neighbour who's a paramedic, And hearing about my state, she dragged me over to her place, whipped out a saline bag from her bag, and a trauma cannula, dangled everything over a coat hanger on her back deck, and gave me some backyard intravenous hydration. Amazing. And you wouldn't believe it, I was back, it fixed me right up, I got a bag of the old ambulance juice, straight in the elbow, a quick hour nap, and I was ready for some dinner. It was unbelievable.
1: And how much home maintenance did you do? Didn't touch a thing. No.
2: That's no. a welcome change for us. I mean, I'm just <laughs>
1: confused to be honest.
0: <laughs> no, I, moving I, right along. <laughs> I saw I saw Adam's uh, picture of him at his neighbors. He shared a picture of us on a drip, which is actually ridiculously impressive.
2: Yeah, that you had a drip. Did it actually did it make a big difference? Did you feel? Oh, by by halfway through the bag, I was I was feeling on top of the world. Because I wasn't able to, I wasn't able to keep drinking water or hydroly. I couldn't keep anything down. So you plug this straight into the blood filled me up, hydrated me, and I was I was fighting fit in no time.
1: You know what's amazing about that? It's really not the first time I've heard of somebody having half a bag and feeling a lot better.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm
0: right, on my feats of manliness, which kind of connects a little bit. So my feats of manliness is connected to Adso. We yep. were in Port Macquarie, went on a boys weekend, yep. up the coast. Uh, you know, every day we went to Dan Murphy's, yep. that funny thing where you don't buy enough
2: for the weekend ahead You, <laughs> you buy it's... for one night at a time for some reason <laughs> Hey we got to go down the bottle over there what, what if the second night I feel like going on a health kick
1: <laughs> Exactly so it's
2: like, I might just drink water the second night <laughs>
1: Well, you don't know what you're going to want the second day yeah, It's no. like one night's a bourbon night, the other one's a beer night like, I mean, let's not kid ourselves about the healthy thing
0: We always do the same thing We always take up like oodles of scotch and all these, you know, uh, liquors oh, And yeah. you don't touch it. I took a couple of bottles of red
2: <laughs> What was I thinking? That's how they sat on the kitchen counter got, for a long yep, time yep. We got about 400 standard drinks sitting on the counter I was like, well, better go to Dan Murphy's yep. Yep.
1: They, those bottles are staring forlornly at you boys, going, they're not going to drink us, are they? <laughs>
2: and Adam and I, Adam and I
0: did the, cl- did the you know, the classic man in a supermarket move, where we, Adam and I were on supermarket duty. We knew what was on our list. Yep. But within about a second, we got we got split, and we went off and you know divided and conquered. But you know we never actually split up the list, so we <laughs> got exactly the same items. When we got to the counter, we now had two kilos of bacon, thirty six <laughs> eggs. <laughs> So what do you think we ate every dinner? <laughs> Two
1: kilos of bacon and
0: 36 eggs. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Uh, yeah, so no, it, it was great. But um, so that was, you yeah, know, it doesn't get much more manly than, than being uh, uh, on, a, on a weekend away with the boys, which was great. But the, the funny thing was, while we were away... Yes, Adam was getting messages from his wife about how his daughter was sick and how his wife has copped the dose of gastro. had the gastro. Yeah. And it's just like, you're putting two and two together. It's it's almost like, you know, two planes that are going to collide at some point. At some point, Adam's going home. You know, we're <laughs> up at Port Macquarie safe. They're down in Melbourne. Eventually, you guys are going to meet back in Sydney and this, you know, disease...
1: He's going to enter with body them. at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. I,
2: was, I was hoping that would have been in the clear, but not when you're all sharing a bed. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. look like your daughter coughs in your mouth often. <laughs>
1: I, I feel like this is there's a, there's a classic episode of How I Met Your Mother where one of them eats this soup and then yep. the other one gets home and eats the soup four hours later and then two hours later the first one gets food poisoning. And so he has this four-hour window where he knows he's going to be ruined in four hours. And he's wandering around (laughs) like he's got this whole new lease on life because it's his last four hours to live.
0: (laughs) Exactly like that. So, yeah. yeah. So, absolutely.
1: Living uh, the dream. Yeah. Mate, Mate, for me, very simple. Driving. Lots of fucking driving. Yeah. Back and forth to Byron Shire, eight hours both ways. Tough arm out the window, music (laughs) blaring like some kind of fucking menace, just belting down the highway, pulling into innocent service stations with heavy metal playing loudly out my window, (laughs) uh, as I do to keep myself awake, and uh, yeah, just... What was like your I say, tough arm out the window, just fucking I noticed bruising.
2: that your right arm's a little more tanned than your left arm <laughs> at the moment. That's right, that's right. What was The your... uneven shit what sticks. What was your music of choice,
1: bro? Music of choice, Amity Affliction for the most part. I was going to say it was very um, I was having a good time. Them yeah. and uh, a band called Falling in Reverse, which I'm very, very into at the moment. All it's right. like heavy metal crossed with electronica crossed with emo. Oh, wow. Alright,
0: we yeah. might have to put that in the old uh, list though. It's a good fucking time. Have you noticed... Um, so we recently, with the family, when we talked about it, we, we did the big road trip. Um, it's quite amazing the freeway, how like they've now just cut out nearly every town. You yes. kind of just you bypass, drive, the bypass yeah. everything. Oh, there's,
1: there's absolutely no joy whatsoever. Yeah, no. it is just a road. Just done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent.
0: Uh, nice one. Well, that is absolutely... Why didn't you fly, by the way? Why did you decide to drive?
1: Because the training that I was attending was in, um, bumfuck Idaho, outside of Mullumbimby, so I needed a car. You need a car. Yeah. There's
0: no point hiring yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Well, uh... Yeah, by the
1: time you go up and you rent a car, and, yeah, it's a big fuck around, so... Did you stop
0: at Macca's on, on any of the drives? Fucking A, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how you see all these sites. Do you ever stop at the ones that say, like, best pie... You know, there's yeah. that one we saw, Beth's cherry pie. Oh uh, yeah, a well, friend of ours like, look, oh, we stop there. No, <laughs>
1: we're making great time. And, and about halfway there, there's Fredo's, which has got a crocodile pie. Which I was like, oh, crocodile pie. Um, uh, no, 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 you wouldn't, um, would you? Why would you eat that when you've got four hours of driving ahead of you? <laughs> um, but you don't want to I, I, that I'm dice, hoping, mate. I'm hoping either of you boys bought some stocks in iced coffee before I headed out because. Fucking hell. Punching that. Oh yeah. Oh, we nice. did we
0: did drive past coffee the old factory and then it's just a just this dilapidated It yeah. uh, looks look. like the
1: factory Bart bought. <laughs> well this is this is because chocolate milk has gone <laughs> the way of liquor and it's all owned by Japan now. I was just smashing coffee boss the whole way. Oh is that right? Yeah, you yeah. love a good coffee boss. I love a coffee boss. Hey, no
0: sugar, I'm a fan too. Yep. yep. Uh nice one. Alright. Well, um, let's start the show. From the fat team to you. This, this is, is the Freedman Free Podcast. Podcast. Strap in now. All right. Well, it's been two weeks. A uh, lot's happened in our world. Um, anything? Anything? I mean, we I
1: we're in the TVA wrap. Is this is what. Yeah. Is this is what's happening.
0: No. Uh, no sponsors I mean, this week. No sponsors. Um, obviously, our politics has gone all a little bit crazy. It's an interesting time, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Obviously, it was International Women's Day. It was, yeah. Uh, so we are, so we are dedicating um, a whole segment, a whole segment to the women in our world. Yep, not our wives or girlfriends or anything like that. No, 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 celebrities, celebrities. Yep.
2: <laughs> Nothing meaningful.
1: Uh, yeah. We do, we did
0: have a Adam and I did come up. Well, Adam actually came up with the idea. Once we we do go live. We'd love to have our partners on the podcast. Yes. And, uh, I haven't floated this with you yet, mate. Yeah. But you know. <laughs> yes. So, you know, I get them in the same with the room. Out.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, I I'm I'm not so keen to scare her away just. <laughs> yeah, that's but, what I was uh, worried about. Yeah. Yeah. So, she 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 is somebody who listened to ten minutes of this podcast once and went, <laughs> that's nice for you, honey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, she's gonna be on it and then she's gonna listen to it. But she might want to listen to this episode because later on in the show We are going to be doing our most womanly woman awards. Yes. So we're we're going to award our favourite female character in a movie or TV show. We're going to do our favourite female performing artist. Our favourite female politician. Our favourite female athlete. And our favourite female comedian. So you definitely want to stick around for that. Um, But it has been a a, a couple of weeks where um, once again our... uh, you know, checkered past of how we have treat women, it has taken the forefront of our media again And obviously quite a few politicians have come to the fold in, their, in this situation Yeah, it's not um, just private, bo- private schoolboys anymore, This is uh, it's an every level of government Every level of government um, So we can talk about that, I will link to my first story Which was um, ba- based around this, which is that Burger King, I don't know if you saw this guys Oh yeah, the Burger King tweet yeah, so on International Women's Day, Burger King thought it would be a good idea to do a whole um, social media and print media are, are run saying women belong in the kitchen. They
1: did. Now, wow! Now, I didn't see this. Yeah. Now this is what I get for being in 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 Byron. Yeah. I don't want to off get off in the sticks in Mullenbembe. It's it, it's a you
0: know look. You know, I understand if they look. I understand if you're trying to you know. Be a little bit cheeky with your words a bit edgy But maybe choose the
2: There's it, a the right time for it right? The no best... I don't, Actually I don't think there's a right time To just haul out An overused boring joke From about 20 years ago Like oh, look, And particularly not on International Women's Day. Look, they really th- didn't read the room there. Well, but that's what I mean, particularly. We've, all, we've <laughs> all
1: seen the Rick and Morty episode, right, though, where they're flying in and they see the 9-11 and they don't do it. Of course. Because you can't make a joke about yeah. that yet. But then they do the Pearl Harbor because that's long enough. Yeah. So when it's been almost 100 years of absolute equality, we might be able to make this joke. Uh so Rick and Morty style, but for now the tweet yeah. was <laughs> Sorry, it was a reference
0: it to them. Uh, we got a new program, right? Wanting to give more yeah. scholarships and opportunities for women to to um, to uh, pursue culinary careers. Yeah. Uh, and it just fell very flat, and I can understand why. Yeah, it, yeah, it's know. a bit tone deaf. But you know, okay. But and, what you're
1: saying is, there was they would. Underneath it trying to do a good thing They've just communicated in a very tone-deaf way
0: Yeah, I mean, I slightly disagree with Adam there I, I think you can do it if you're making the point And you do it the right way But this was definitely not the It's Especially over the last couple of years that we've had When this has all come into Well, not the last, probably the last decade Where this has really yeah. come to, to, to fold Like, it just If you're going to do it You better nail it And better make sure it's pretty clear what you're doing And this mm. was just a terrible... Terrible Mm -hmm. move by Burger King. It made me lol, but not in, like, the way they wanted us all to lol. It was like... Well, you're fucked. (laughs) Yeah, I was laughing at BK. Yes. So, yeah. So, starting off our TBA, that's what I got. Bill, what's in the news, mate?
1: Look, there's been... It's been a big couple of weeks. There's been a lot going on. And I looked through it all, and it was hard to pick what to bring up. Yeah. And so, as a result... uh, I just had to go instinctually with what felt like the most important piece of news to me, uh, which was a former Toyota manager has been (laughs) awarded $276,000 after a row over a pizza bill. Wow, okay. So he was sacked over a $32.50 pizza among other corporate credit charge expenses uh, by Toyota one day out from being 20 years of service and a $300,000 redundancy payout. They've so, already ordered his cake. Plate they've in. taken. They've taken. They've taken a look at his, his that's expenses. They have thought to themselves, "This guy's going to cost us three hundred thousand dollars shortly." They have found an ex- a ludicrously expensive pizza order. I mean, you can oh, get one for five dollars from Domino's. True. And they tried true. to turf him, him out. <laughs> they, that's it. That's it. They've tried to turf him out. So uh, it's gone to court. Yeah. It's been overturned, and he has been awarded the two hundred seventy-six thousand dollars that he had earned. And he deserved so That's just bringing the money together. That they really owed him though. Bringing isn't it? yes, yeah, okay. bringing together two of my favorite things in the world: pizza yes. and redundancies. Yes.
0: I would be doing my job if I didn't ask what those other credit card expenses were. <laughs> that might be the the, the the detail that we're missing. Oh look,
1: they were obviously fixating <laughs> on the pizza for the for the lols, <laughs> is what was going on there. But. um... No, it was an oversized hotel room because he brought his family down and stuff like that. It was edge stuff.
0: Yeah, it, clearly it was Toyota going, well, we could probably find a way to make an example of this 100%. guy. And, uh, and yeah, it doesn't...
1: Well, it's good to know that
0: the, uh, the legal system works.
1: Yeah, yes. Um,
0: justice has been served. Yes. Um, yeah.
1: Um, but anyway, so that's that. Coming into all of the stuff that's been going on in politics and all that sort of stuff, like Look, the media has covered it to no end. There's no need to go super deeply into it from my own perspective, aside from one thing, which is, you know, talking with a few people around my circles, obviously, as you know, the work I do is shamanic work, energy healing work. So people who've been through deep traumas come through a lot. And the one thing I say to anybody who has somebody ever bring something like this to them is that half the trauma of it is the response people have to it of dismissing it, or saying, no, that's not really that big a deal. No, don't raise that. All this sort of pointing stuff. Blame, uh, pointing what, blame. Pointing yeah. blame. All of this sort of stuff. Like people who go to their families about these deep traumas their families. Like, just bury it. Just ignore it. What, what can you do about it? All this sort of stuff. And the message that has come up time and time again, working with people who've been through that, is that the number one thing they needed to hear was, I love you, and I'm listening. And that's it. Like... Beyond that obviously then you go through and you work out how to navigate things forward you get psychological help you do all these sorts of things but the number one thing that so many of these women did not receive when they raised their complaints was that they weren't received with I love you and I'm listening yeah regardless of yeah and 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 there's this fine balance of the the whole innocent until proven guilty in this side but it really isn't that hard to treat the person who has raised this with compassion and treat the person who's also been accused with compassion, and you really need to treat the victim as though it's absolutely true, and treat the the person who's been accused that that maybe it's not, and that's tricky. But the person who is bringing these things up, it's highly sensitive. It's difficult to bring up, and they just need well, to the, know that the they'll court be of
0: public opinion seems to rule the roost these days, doesn't it? I mean, it the does. media basically takes over, and. Yes. Uh, you know my initial instinct was, particularly with the Christian Porter case was that you know this is a, this is a case where it's already divided people's opinions and people have yes. views on things and judgment the media has made up its opinion and, and yes. mine you know they might you know they're, they're very clever with the words they use because they don't necessarily say it in one way but the way they can the way push emotional words yeah. out that they can get it so and it, that's what makes readership right that's what makes drama that's why yes. you go on to You know your smh and you read the stories because you know they put up those headlines uh but yeah i just think uh i think we've gotten to a point where yeah it's just a classic example of the polarization of the world you know it's just another polarization of there's no real gray anymore you either are on the camp of you know this you know this chick's had this happen to her it's terrible and he's guilty or not he's not guilty um there's no just like this has come up Investigate
2: and let 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 the law yes. do its thing. Yes. You know. Yeah. Um, so sure. I really wish I went second <laughs> because that's you know you, you've got quite deep you've got quite beautiful there as well. But did you realise that Peppy Le Pew has been cancelled this week?
1: <laughs> oh what?
2: It's true. On the back <laughs> no. of Doctor Zeus uh, Mumford yeah. and Sons and now Peppy Le Pew. Wait Mumford and Son. Yep. I'll (laughs) tell you why in a second. All cancelled in the last fortnight. Now, Dr. Zeus for racial views and a lack of adequate racial representation in his work. Okay. Uh, Mumford, because one of their members read a book written by a far right-wing journalist and then tweeted at him saying, hey, pretty good book. And now Pepe. And yeah, sure, these cancellations often fall off the radar after a few months. But in this case, Pepe Le Pew has been pulled from the upcoming LeBron James Space Jam reboot. Based off these charges We're talking real victims here fellas <laughs> What do you reckon has cancel culture gone too far? What?
0: Well I, I 100% think that it has You know that You know, I, you know I'm upset about how Chris Lilly isn't on Netflix anymore Go <laughs>
2: not watch your summer yeah. high tie
0: um, But I, having said that I have been listening to The Twelfth Man recently I listened
2: to it on the way over That here. won't that, That'll never fly It's going to be about one that. more week on Spotify before <laughs> someone
0: realises Absolutely agree uh, so okay, can we all right? Let's nail each one here. So Pepe Le Pew, yes, because he's a womanizing yeah. like I, look. Yeah. look
1: I, I've I've looked at this sequence. Cancel culture has absolutely gone too far. Yeah, Mumford and Sons, get over it. People have got an opinion. <laughs> Fucking fine. Fucking love Mumford and Sons. Shut up. It's really down how much I love things. But let's go. Oh, I mean, I was thinking to myself, God, they're canceling Pepi Le Pew, and then I thought back, and I'm like, he's kind of rapey. He, uh, yeah, he is a little rapey. He is a little rapey. He, he, he's
2: a cartoon rodent confused when a cat accidentally gets a paint stripe down its back. It's played for laughs. <laughs> he's not played as the hero. He's played He's um, played as the creepy character. But, uh, you know, he still deserves a spot in LeBron James Space That's Jam.
0: <laughs> poor, poor little peps.
1: Um, no, I think uh, I think. I mean, that... this has nothing to do with the fact that I always hated him as a Looney Tunes character. I never anyway. liked those. He's so episodes. annoying. No, Peppy, so
2: Peppy's a piece of shit. <laughs> Mostly, yeah. they were making fun of the French, and I think we can all agree there's nothing wrong that's with that. That's what I always saw it as. Yeah. yeah. All
0: right. The so... sleazy French. All right. So we. Okay. So we are we are we for Peppy or are we against? We're for. I'm
2: team Peppy We're team Peppy I'm, a, I'm against, You're against Peppy. Peppy Okay. So That yep.
0: yeah, might be more of a personal thing, but Mumford. I think we say that's fine. I'm pro Mumford. Cause you always like. Wait, what was the book? You hate
2: I like that song where they like they play guitar kind of like fast, and then they slow it down. They just like lyrics for a bit, and there's no guitar, and then boom, they come <laughs> in with down the, the banjo again.
1: Down down Every down down song, down except for that album where they got rid of the banjo, and everybody was like, "What the hell just?" Where's happened? the banjo, man? They, they should
2: have cancelled that.
0: Yes. Now, Dr. Seuss was my was my topic of conversation. Oh, you've got him there as your hero of the week. <laughs> For
2: inappropriate racial stereotypes, Doctor Seuss is Tristan's hero. No, of the I so I just wanted bad
0: to bad. make it very clear, you know, about because there's been a lot of misinformation around why Doctor Seuss was well, some
2: of his books were being six six have been pulled. Yeah. yeah,
0: and they're all the garbage ones too. They're you know like if I ran a zoo or whatever it was called, and MacGilliot's pools and all that stuff. I those are silly ones. Like okay. it's not Cat in the Hat. It's not Green Eggs and Ham. It's not Green Eggs and it's Ham. Not what? here's Who? Exactly. So no, I, I did have a look at some of the pictures.
1: So is this one of those things where it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, we're just going to get rid of these five books that weren't selling anyway, because uh, you know that'll take care of it. That's
0: true. They've like, yeah, no, the all just case. doubled in
1: price because they're now collector's edition. Well, that's true as well. Mm. I, I suppose the question is yeah. and is it's... Green Eggs and Ham racist against the color green, or is it green a bit. fetishist? <laughs> Have you actually ever read it? I've, a long time I ago. It. It's yeah. his primary yeah. yeah.
0: I don't want green eggs and ham. I don't want them. Oh, oh he doesn't, doesn't want it. it. I am. He doesn't yeah. want it. Okay, yeah. so it's, it's green eggs. Green because they're races. different.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Look, all of this comes back to that bloody question of... We sweep all of this shit... Like, was, are there, were there people complaining about Dr. Seuss? Or is this just something that some of these companies are doing because, you know, it's publicity. the right publicity move to do? You know, as you said, maybe it's cutting costs. It's just... Are we sweeping things under the rug for the right reasons are yep. people actually offended by it? i saw the pictures i get it i get that people may be offended by it but at the
2: same time have people actually put in complaints and that's not well, like a, an opinion i'm just asking yeah. the question we have all said that the best way to handle this is a little disclaimer at the front what you're going to see is material that it comes from a different age with different with different views however in the importance of keeping his history historical we are going to show them here Unedited and uncut And let people understand What it was like when Dr. Zeus was writing these comics You know back in the 50s or whatever That's how it should be done I don't think you should take those books away And let no one ever see them again Yeah
0: I agree That's I guess what I imagine A a, a disclaimer like that in front of every 12th Man album <laughs> the voices you're about to hear are from Bill. I mean, it is a non stop culture, uh, sorry, cancel culture listening if you ever watch, listen to any of the 12. Yeah. That oh, yeah. whole part where Ray Warren goes through the New Zealand Rugby uh, oh, yeah. League team names,
2: you won't get around with, away with that the, the, anymore. The Pakistan player names, the Pakistan it's all players. just making fun of accents and yep. names. It's fantastic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Phil is dangerously saying silent on that.
1: Oh look the thing for me cuz I, I I obviously am thinking of the so- of the soccer one cuz that was my favorite of course you know makes of oh, it. No yeah. yeah. Golski yeah, for yeah, nothing yeah. Australia. Yeah, so I'm basically making fun of every Australian Croatian name. Yeah, yeah but yeah. that's a cook. And so Yeah. yeah. Love you bitch? Yeah, yeah. Right. Golski <laughs> for nothing Australia. Um No, I, no my my yeah. my thing my, my sort of rule of thumb with this stuff is what was the emotional charge underneath these things? And for me, The Twelfth Man like could be cancelled like that for what it's doing. And yet, it's culture, the energy behind The Twelfth Man is one of silliness, reverence and love. Yeah, it absolutely like, comes from
2: a place of love. Comes from a and place can, of you love. You can hear Billy Birmingham, he gets interviewed... And it's like this is all yes. just my love letter to sport, yes. to cricket in particular, but also to like to the soccer or yep. all of the all the wide world of sports That's stuff right. that he put together. That's right. It all comes from a place of love. Yes. It's, there's no ill intent there.
1: And that and that for me is the main thing to look for when you're looking at something and going, oh, you know, is that is is this really troublesome as a piece of content? Yeah, Maybe it needs a warning the, at the start. But
0: you know, it's the case of you know that all right, let's say. Uh, for one particular, you know, one particular group of people, you know, 99% of them are just going to get on with it and go, yeah, whatever. That's funny. Or I don't mind it. Yeah. It's going to be the 1% who like, go, uh, you know they're the ones who are going to raise their voice or, you know, a lot of times we're doing things these days for the sake of a, of a small part yeah. of the population at the risk of upsetting. Cause now one person can have a voice on social media yeah. and make a real yeah. go at it. Yeah. Right. And that's, And we were having a conversation with a friend of ours in, uh, in Port Macquarie about, you know, if, uh, if, no, I'm not going to get into the detail of Adam's giving me the easy, (laughs) but we got into this whole thing about, you know, if a transgender wants to, uh, to play professional sport in whatever they've transed into, I don't know, I'm sure I offended so many people. Already cancelled. Um, and you know, just to, to, you know, uh, please one person who may have, you know, transd What's the right word? Transition. Transitioned. Transitioned. Yeah. I was gonna say transform, but that, that can't no, be right. right. Um, transitioned, and then potentially, you know, wipes out the the potential success of every other woman in the sport. So it's just, you know, but for the sake sake of one life versus ninety nine, you know. Yeah, the, but I'm. But I would hate to be the person in that that one person who does feel offended and feels like the world is against them. So it's a really sticky tough situation and yeah. not one for which we're not, we, there's we a, aren't there's a South
1: Park episode that very subtly and elegantly tackles that particular issue and by subtle and elegantly I mean crassly and with yeah, with, with, almost, with almost no taste whatsoever funny thing is like South Park usually is pretty nuanced but they were pretty clear with their position on uh, on, on that particular one but yeah. it is th- these are the fine lines and we've got to work out and for me the rule of thumb is like is it coming from love? Yeah. Look, is everyone it has from their
2: love? opinion. You got the people that are going to listen to something like the Twelfth Man and love it. You got know, the people that are going to listen to it and go, "That's not for me." I'm going to turn it off. And then you have got the people that are going to t- listen to it and go, "That's not for me." No one should be allowed to listen to this. Yeah. And uh, that's the thing I've got a problem with. Yeah. we should all be out to make up Yeah. Anyways. All right.
0: Yeah. That we bring back Summer High Tie. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right.
2: Uh, all right. So that's not Chris Lilly is your hero,
0: hero of the week. <laughs> All right, hero of the week. I'm gonna start with oh, my yeah. entry. Was that it for the TBA, kids? Oh yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, all right. All right, hero of the week. Oh, I got a good one. Brandy the cat. I'm unfamiliar. Brandy the cat.
1: It's already. I don't even know what this is, but it's got my vote on the basis of it being a cat. I'm already loving it. So, Brandy the cat
0: was a Los An- is a Los Angeles based cat. Who was uh, a kitten? Not but 15 years ago, and when she was two months old, she went astray, and her owner. This was in 2000 and, uh, 2005.
1: Yeah.
0: When her owner, you know, and, and she and she had been microchipped. Okay. But turns out that you know she went astray. No one ever bothered to check for her chip to her chip. Yep. And she obviously lived this life. The guy who owned her just, you know, sort of went on with his life and just assumed that the cat was gone. Well, late last month, he gets a call from a Los Angeles County Animal Shelter saying, you know, sir, we've we've got this cat and your cell cell phone is the the number under the cat. The cat lived this life 15 years and got um, reunited with its owner, 15 years so they, they, they reckon is someone owned took on the cat you know it had a life and then it got older It was looking a little scraggly and and you know a little bit um, malnourished and so on Got caught by animal shelter. They gave it a little scan checked it and brandy is now back with her So I don't know so I brandy the cat for just surviving 15 years and get I often have this like had this sort of Thing about about I often thought about like and when, when I got a cat what if she just disappeared and like 10 years later I saw her again and it was like around Now it happened and he's wow. the
1: guy's very happy to be back I mean the strangest thing about that for me is that Tristan thought about that I <laughs> did like, What if I got a cat and then it just left and then just came back 10 years later Well, That's, I, that's a pretty odd thing to think <laughs> Secondly, no, I, I think, think... <laughs> there's a lot of humans who can't survive 15 years in LA So go cat Yeah, that's a hell of a <laughs> cat Well done It's a hell of a cat Well, <laughs> My most important note to this article, if you can just scroll up a little bit yeah. um, to where there's ads on the side. Yeah. I want you to see, just scroll down again and there's, it's the Luxury Escapes ad. Yeah, Escape with Confidence. So what I what I love about the Luxury Escapes Escape with Confidence ad is that it looks like, like one of those adult diaper ads. Oh, right. Like okay. You can go out and about with confidence because you've got your depends on. Like that's actually what that ad looks like to me I So well es- done luxury escapes You are my <laughs> hero of the I week I thought the
2: escape with confidence was a reference to the cat Yeah oh, exactly It just like took off and just went out and did its own thing for it 15 did. years yeah, It shit starts getting old and boring Comes back to its original owner Who probably got over it about two days after seeing it last Looks around the house to the six other cats. Oh yeah, he got, he got more cats. Yeah. That's right. Said <laughs> so he'd get more cats. And the, the cats go. I came back from the Maldives for this.
0: Yeah. So I. Uh, so yeah, I, I nominate Brandy as my hero of the week. All
1: right.
2: So nice. I don't. What do you reckon, Phil? What's your <laughs> hero, mate?
1: Oh look, I was really torn this week because uh, Daniel Andrews, the man who, <laughs> the man who was taking metaphorical falls, and now he's right taking man. a literal one. Um, what happened to him? Oh, he just
0: fell over. I stopped. I've I've stopped Premier. I, I did my premieres. Yeah, Premier no, he's Rants. in intensive care, man.
2: Is he? Yeah. He took a slip on a wet stair yeah. and, and busted his back and broke a bunch of ribs. If it's yeah. not the most Melbourne way to get yourself in intensive care, slipping on a wet stair, <laughs> I don't know what is. Yeah. Apparently all those North Face jackets didn't make him any, any more
1: steady on his feet. He needed a Michelin <laughs> Man jacket is what he needed, something a bit puffier. <laughs> but, um, but that man is just having the year from hell and he just keeps going. When I mean, he's in intensive care, I just I would if I was in his position after the last year, mm-hmm. I'd just be falling down the stairs, going, "Oh fuck this, stay, I'm out." I'll stay here. <laughs> Where's
0: he? Where? What's his number? What's he polling at? Is he polling yeah, well? Has, has
1: that given a good bump in the polls? Oh, one would one would hope
0: so. Did you see that? Did you see that gush piece about Mark McGowan, McGowan in the uh, in the news this week about just how he's just gone from strength to strength? Absolutely. Well, apparently, fear rules,
2: my friends. Fear rules. Well, Phil was saying he wants to keep some of those. Uh, rules he's already put in place. Isn't that right? Because it's keeping the meth out of, the, Absolutely. Out of WA.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So WA um, is attempting to take the steps forward to becoming its own sovereign nation state. <laughs> uh, coming out of the news, basically saying it wants to keep the declared visa, like the thing we have to declare, you're coming into WA, because there's been like a 30% reduction in the amount of meth getting into the state because of the COVID restrictions. So uh, it's a slippery slope, but uh, the, the great nation of McGowan, yeah, it's on its way. Well, so, you, you say that, but
2: when we get to the sports down, when do we up, start you'll find out? There's actually quite a considerable amount of men
1: <laughs> Nice also, also, I just want to know when. When do they start referring to him as dear leader? Oh, no. <laughs> it's coming, That's isn't it? it? It's coming. It's coming. Who was it recently?
0: Someone I know. <laughs> That's just...
1: why Mark McGowan.
0: No, <laughs> never. What, there was someone I know who was about to. I think it was flying to Melbourne or something like that. Maybe, maybe it was your wife. I don't know. Yeah. But just like going and then suddenly got a message saying, yeah, you've got to register to to to, fly to Mel. You Forget about some of this stuff. You're like, oh yeah, we've gone how many days now and still got to yeah, do this stuff? You, you still have to fill out a little form. It's yeah. a
2: piece of cake. Yeah, the
0: States yeah, the gonna love gonna it. it. I'm just going to throw it out there that Dan Andrews isn't going to win. Brandy the Cat is winning so far over Dan Andrews. Oh, look, Brandy
2: the Cat was winning from the moment it came out of your <laughs> mouth, but it's still me. Okay. So this one is a collective hero of the week and it goes out to the people of Minnesota who had a chance to vote for the names of snow plows that will keep their streets clear this year. And of course, number one in votes went to... <laughs> Mr. Plough. Plowy McPloughface. Okay, sure, no surprises there, but with eight plows to be named, we also had winners like F. Salt Fitzgerald, the truck formerly known as Plough, and my personal favourite, Snowy One Kenobi. So I will say can... Companion dickhead of the week goes to the transport officials who vetoed one of the most popular entries Abolish ICE for being too polarising and political with the phrase linked to the movement that proposes Abolition of the US Immigration and Customs Enforcement ICE I reckon if the pun works, it should play, but that's just me Wait, Well, that's good.
0: That just got a little bit heavier there, but um, snow, Snoggy Snoggy
2: One Keno- Kenobi, <laughs> Snoby One Kenobi, Snoby One Kenobi, and the truck formerly
1: known as Plow were two great options. This was this it, like this is a tough call between Brandy the Cat and this one, <laughs> and Brandy the Cat's getting it from me, but only on the basis of the fact that nobody called it Mister Plow. Yeah, I agree. You know, uh, oh, the Plow King. That name again. Yeah. It's Mr. Plough. Yeah,
0: it should have either been Mr. Plough or Plow King
1: of the Plough King. That's
0: yes, it. Yeah. But also I don't actually know who the hero is there. Like there's a lot of It's a
1: collective hero for the people of Minnesota. Yeah. And only, I and know a guy from Minnesota. He's an absolute legend. There we go. But still, the lack of Simpsons reference, the people of Minnesota get it together. Yeah, uh, it feels yep. actually almost saying like the people of Minnesota have let us down. They have. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's nobody one can nobody. <laughs>
1: I, I mean they're, they're all good, but I mean, like <laughs> clearly you needed to have one that was a really big one called the Plow King and a smaller one called Mr. Plow. And speaking of the United uh, we'll States, right, we'll get to the goddamn
0: cat. What about the, an antihero to the you know energy regulators of the state of Texas yeah, deciding I, to have all of their energy on the one grid? that I, I mentioned
2: that two weeks ago. Did we
0: talk about that? Yeah, I not remember. I actually can't remember much before our Port Macquarie trip. <laughs> <laughs> That's the scary part. It's just a weird blackness. Yeah. All right, thank you, Brandy the Cat. You got it. Um, dad jokes. Dad jokes. I dreamt about drowning in an ocean made of orange soda last night. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, it took me a while to work out it was just a fantasy.
2: Oh, yeah, okay. Nice. All right. <laughs> nice. Very deadly. Yeah. Very good. Very yeah. good. That's but, it. Well, i got my paragraph coming up, so... I
1: know, I know, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so, I'm very excited by it now.
2: There was this documentary on the ABC the other night. I was on Compass or some shit, one of those shows. Anyway... Was it focused in Rockdale? <laughs> not this time. <laughs> but it was showing famous locations before they became famous. Like, there was Bennelong Point before the Opera House was built. There was New York Harbor before the Statue of Liberty came along that sort of thing, and then they took us over to Keystone, South Dakota to see Mount Rush- Rushmore before the big carvings of Lincoln and Washington and so on had all been completed. It actually shocked me because the natural beauty of the mountain range, let's just say it was unprecedented.
1: <laughs> High quality. High quality. Once again, Adzo, keep them coming. Keep them coming. Uh, and I'm going to wrap it up with something nice and short, which is what you call a polar bear in the jungle.
2: <laughs> Polar
1: bear in the jungle Nah Lost Yeah
0: <laughs> There you go you know, There you go You know we are, you know, we've got, we. Got follow the same tag I, I try to go for a somewhat of a m- medium length And Phil always goes for something short and sweet Yeah Punchy And Adzo always has the story I just
1: bring
2: the story War and peace But
0: we're going to have to maybe create separate categories for it Because I,
1: I just feel like Like Adam just grinds people in yeah. <laughs> yeah. This long story That's that just my method of parenting a, mate As long it's as there's an up, uptick at the end of it um, <laughs> You know by the time you actually get to the joke You're like oh, When you're a dad You'll
2: realise that brevity is it's... not a good thing What you want is You want to sort of drag out whatever you're doing Because you've got to fill that time Before they get bored and want to move on to you've something else You've got to else. fill that time
1: you, You're really selling it well Yeah well, yeah
0: Phil is one episode away from the brown and sticky joke and then and then and then it's done
1: um yeah it's exactly it's exactly how many that's exactly how long away I am from that all right um, but that, that or the aristocrats joke <laughs> I'll just go to the opposite extreme <laughs> all
0: right let's talk a little sports because uh, we've got a busy uh, Speaking week a couple of, the of, of the aristocrats. weeks <laughs> sports downtime three
2: two.
1: One Cue the mission.
2: Yes, well in the NRL Former Rabbitohs captain Sam Burgess Is back in the news just a few weeks After copping an intimidation charge Against his father-in-law Do you remember I brought that up? Of course up?
0: Uh, Well, yeah Sure, you don't remember anything no, like no, weeks just, ago. no, I was just saying I know, but that has been
2: on the news a lot Okay, this well guy. this time He was pinged Heading around to his ex's place To pick up the kids while coked up in an unregistered car and without a valid license. Now, he has argued that he didn't realize the registration was suspended due to a swag of unpaid parking and traffic violations, which he may not realize doesn't exactly come across as sympathetic. But anyway, according to close sources, the big news to come out of all of this is he's considering signing up to Channel 7's SAS Australia. Yeah, that's what you get, you know, you put all the other stuff behind yourself proving once again the society is well and truly fucked. Also, Corey Norman remained suspended for St. Giorgio Lawrence's season open against Cronulla. This is all due to him participating in a street fight and brawl on Australia Day this year. Apparently him and former Bronco mate James Segegeo were involved <laughs> in a street-brawling <laughs> chronology, right? <laughs> it was alleged during the scuffle that a knife was produced. Anyway, he's copped a two-game ban for all of this, he's fighting it as best he can, in fact, he's already gotten half of his $20,000 fine slashed. So things are on the up-and-up for him. Again, proving once again the society... yada yada yada. So moving on to the AFL, and the sun hasn't even set on the Collingwood racism scandal just yet, with former Magpies forward Andrew Krakauer recounting some harrowing incidents of bullying, slurs, and racist jokes while he played for the club. There's no question. There's a deep-seated racism in Collingwood. With Krakauer being just one man with his own story to tell this week. It's all a sad, sto- a sad state of affairs for the- for the club. And former West Coast Eagles premiership star Adam Hunter has faced court. Adam Hunter. Adam Hunter. There's a Hunter. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. I know. The well, kid. <laughs> maybe he nominate
2: the hero of the... Well, you haven't told me what he's done yet. Yeah, I'm getting there. <laughs> uh, his face court accused of breaking into his partner's home, assaulting her and stopping her from leaving. Not so heroic, mate. Yeah. He appeared in Perth Magistrates Court on Monday, charged with aggravated burglary, aggravated common assault and deprivation of liberty. Real shit stain of a bloke. Anyway, he did not enter a plea and it's expected to pee in court again in May so we can all look forward to a follow-up then. Now for the news we've all been waiting for today's edition of Cousins Watch. Yes, (laughs) 33-year-old Ben Cousins, who has admitted a serious drug addiction was charged with possession of 4.56 grams of methamphetamine at Esperance Airport last Tuesday. He's since made a brief appearance in court, charged with possession with intent to sell or to supply the drug. Word on the street from a leading Perth criminal lawyer reckons there is little chance Cousins will be jailed If convicted over his drug charge So we can all look forward To another episode of Cousins Watch In the next week or so And finally in the PGA Wait
1: Just wait Yeah I mean He's honestly Worked out Circular breathing On the sports down On this particular right. occasion And I'm yeah. appreciating I the think, pace I
0: think Adam might be On the old Coke Coke here <laughs> he, right, might, ex- he might have been absolutely. Snorting a couple of The old nose beers On all the right. Cousins dust
1: So, <laughs> so <laughs> The Cousins uh, dust The Cousins LCD. <laughs> uh, so,
0: No, you. After go, you, Tristan. Oh, I, mean, I just have a few things. I want. <laughs> Firstly, uh, this. Is... So, we all talked about how I got done for my, you know, holding a mobile phone while driving. Yeah. And I've received two. Oh, your... you were
1: holding your phone. <laughs> that, was I thought my, that was
0: a different thing. That was my phone, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> so, we all, you know. When I've... you said you were handling your junk, I just. I never said I was handling my junk. But, uh, <laughs> I never. I. I have received two or maybe three letters from the department, you know, the department, whatever it is, yeah. New South Wales Service or whatever, saying you must pay the fine. If you don't, we can get this. And I feel really scared about, you know, I, you know, they, they, you know, beating me into submission, right? Yeah, yeah I better pay this fine. Yeah. I don't want it on my record. But then, you know,
2: look at Sam Burgess. Sam
0: Burgess, <laughs> he just has a ton of fines. You know, I always think of those movies, like you know. Danny DeVito, just you know, in Twins, just taking off. I them. just
2: throw them in the glass. Just throw them
0: away, you know, like, <laughs> and then like you know, Benny Cousins, he's not going to go to jail for
2: drugs, and well, like, you know, it's, it's a really good point because I I remember I got pinged eight k's over the speed limit while I was going from the hospital where my child was really sick to home to get food and clothing for my child and wife who was staying in the hospital. Went through a school zone at forty eight. And, and could not get out of that fine I wrote a letter, I told them what happened They didn't care, They, oh, you got to pay the fine Meanwhile, Sam Burgess is driving With his kids in the car Pinged out of his head on coke Driving an unregistered vehicle Doesn't have a valid license And they're like, oh, well, yeah, it's just Burjo." <laughs> it's just Burjo. being Burjo. Classic Burjo. <Berger. laughs>
0: well, that's the thing, I mean You know, maybe their brains are just wired like Well, mate, you know, alright this is a challenge This is what I'm going to do this week All three of us have to go out and get a fine Okay? Some sort of fine Any fine Any fine You know Actually, Phil, you do it, alright? Adam and <laughs> I will You well, go what? out there and you get a fine We've had recent fines We know the score Yeah, we're, we're probably on a watch list so I, I,
1: I mean, I'm currently paying down an array of fines I got for various things during COVID But yep Did you? Yeah Oh, Jesus I just, You know when you just seem to get on a streak of parking tickets? Yeah uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's ended some time ago, but the bill has not Alright,
0: well well, let's continue on that journey with you And let's see what happens Yes Yeah. Uh, No, I was going to say, what's interesting about all of Adam's uh, Well actually, kind of like a combination in all of his sports down Is that this week, well actually last night Was my AFL and NRL fantasy draft night Yeah, it's coming And what I found quite amusing this particular year Is... Recalling some of the names yep. that I've heard on the sports down reports that Adzo oh, so yes. generously given us, yes, and really trying to think about, you know, are likelihood they of likelihood of suspensions? suspensions? Absolutely. Are they currently suspended? Yep. You know, Hass is suspended for four weeks. He was like the number one. Like, oh, the
2: Broncos. are they due back in court in May? <laughs> Exactly. Because maybe you know Sure they're in Great points now But I want to be ready To trade them out End of April Exactly
0: yeah. And it, what's funny Is also When you're looking At the list They've got these little Like symbols To tell you Where the players Are you know Suspended or whatever And you just know What they're suspended I now know What they're suspended for <laughs> like, Maybe before I thought Maybe it's like For a little bit Of a knock You know At the last yep. game They played Maybe it was like A dangerous tackle It's like no, you know it's going to be some sort of indecent. Yeah, maybe uh, it's for burning
2: down his parents' house. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So it it, it it almost brings a kind of slightly little unknown to a fantasy draft night where you just it kind really of like... It does. Ah, this makes it... Yeah, yeah. So, very interesting, my friend. Are you,
1: are you out in front of it as a result of the sports town itself?
0: I can honestly tell you about five or six picks into the NRL I didn't recognise any single player that I had <laughs> also,
1: also fun fact uh, on fantasy football in the English Premier League is uh, recently a team got caught out because they knew one of the opposing team's players was going to be out injured because a bunch of the players on that team pulled them from their fantasy football team because they knew they were Get injured out. Wow. And so the scouts spotted that a bunch, basically all the fantasy footballers of that club had <laughs> pulled it out And uh, put it to one side so they're like, oh he's not playing And then oh they got God. up That's awesome. So it's it's one of those things I'm like It's sleuthing. Yeah, the sleuthing The life yeah, the sleuthing. Love of a scout's pretty fucking easy these that's days You just do it all from home
0: But it is it is fantasy football season we yeah, got right. the NRL starting yeah. on Thursday yes. So we're back we can... A few hiccups getting that set up this year I noticed <laughs> I can actually tell you it was I could actually talk a little bit about NRL results again and AFL and we'll get into it. So, uh,
2: yeah, we're back. But uh, on to the golf. I just wanted to quickly mention this because uh, our boy Phil really, he's always got a load of good things to say about Bryson DeChambeau. This time, it does not go Uh, too warranted. He's picked up his eighth PGA victory winning the Arnold Palmer this week with a notable smash on the sixth hole par five where he took a shortcut over the water rather than take the long way around via the dogleg. Basically, he needed to drive it 380 yards without a bounce, and he did it. Another happy Gilmore situation you would have loved, Phil. So tell me, why are you still watching the soccer? (laughs) Oh, and has anything been happening in the soccer?
1: Oh, I'm just picturing that shot. You are this big man. Oh, actually,
2: actually, you should actually look at it that. It's actually pretty.
1: And, cool. It's and fantastic. That, you know that sound effect from Happy Gilmore where it, where it sounds yeah. almost like a gunshot. <laughs> no, he, yeah, actually, but he goes off in It's the actually not that far from it. And when he yep. does it, he like puts his hands up. He's like,
0: yeah, and he's like that. And the crowd. Oh yeah. By the way, apparently COVID's over in America. Don't know if you actually saw the video. <laughs> well, Texas has basically opened up. They said we're done. Yep. Yeah. And Florida, like this is in Florida, them yep. shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. yeah, and it would—it was. This might surprise you, but you know they're already starting to say, "Are we up for a third wave of coronavirus guys, in, in America?" Guys,
1: Biden got in. Oh yeah, shit's done. It's done. done. Shit's gonna be okay. Because we all know it was just a construction to get him in in the first place. Exactly. Well, I will say, America had less than
2: a thousand deaths yesterday. Oh, with muzzles. So that's pretty good for them. I mean, that's as was many that as our entire that- country has had in total. Did you oh, just
1: shorten no. muzzle-toff? I did. It's a muzzle-toff. <laughs> <spirit>. He does <laughs> I do it. Muzzles. Okay. Muzzles. Alright. I'm going right. to seal that. Soccer. Bring it home, big boy. <sighs> Breathing in. West Ham got up over Leeds. I'm sorry, bro. To go fifth. 2-0. West West Ham. West Ham. Uh, they're now in fifth. Smashing it. Chelsea got up over Everton 2-0. So both of our teams go down 2-0. Really... Don't even know why I'm fucking talking about this. Terrible weekend. Uh, But Thomas Tuchel's run as Chelsea manager, just getting win after win after wins, cracking along. So they're in fourth place, evident in sixth. Tottenham got a 4 1 win, and they're suddenly playing amazingly because somehow they figured out that their defence is shit and their attack's really good. So we should just attack the whole time. Um, So somehow. Wasn't that what Chelsea was doing? Somehow they figured that out. That is what they were doing, except they didn't have a team built for that. Tottenham (laughs) were doing the opposite. And so Tottenham gets in. Good memory ads, not yeah, yeah, we might I do, be getting this listen. guy onto the it's football. good, isn't he? Yeah. Um, like Colin, the Godfather. But basically, uh, Gareth Bale's coming into form. You got Harry Kane, Gareth Bale kicking ass. It was all looking really good until the Tottenham social media person put up a post about Harith Kale. Harith
0: Kale. Well, you got the G H. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Harry Kane and yeah. it, it's just just don't. Yeah. Just don't. I saw it and I'm like, I just.
0: That's like saying women belong in the kitchen.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's marginally less offensive, but, but yeah. I'm yeah, sure so. Tottenham people were pretty offended by it. That's true.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you saying Tottenham people don't have a voice? <laughs> Here we go. No, no keep going, keep going. <laughs> don't fucking start me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Manchester United got up two nil over City uh, to break their twenty plus game winning streak, cementing second place. Because City is still 11 points Yeah, we know. We, we, that's,
0: that's why we tuned out of this yonks ago, bro.
1: 100%. And Liverpool lost their sixth straight game at Anfield. It's a club record, losing 1-0 to Fulham as their self-destruction and implosion continues uh, quite joyfully. Um, and the scrap at the bottom is getting very interesting. So Fulham are on the rise and Brighton and Newcastle are dropping like stones. So the bottom three, the relegation candidates, were all looking locked in. Until Fulham just jumped on a rocket, started heading wow. up, and Brighton have gone to shit. I'll wager I guess that Adam doesn't find any
0: of that interesting. Fulham <laughs> <laughs> Wayne <Wait>, quite likes again.
2: Here you go, yeah, strong bow. No, no, okay, Coco's okay, right. Yeah, because
0: you know it's good because up to your A League coughing under the microphone. Right?
1: That's what everybody loves. An A League update, just a quick one, yes. which is that Central Coast got up two 0 over closest challenges Macarthur yeah. to go seven points clear at the top of the fucking and table. they're being labelled the start of the uh, they
0: are of, of this league or something. I don't know.
1: The wooden spooners of last year are seven points ahead in the league, ten games into the season. I don't know. I don't know what they're putting in the fucking water down there. Up there. But strap in. Up there. Up there. Um, you're used well, to, that's a
0: Brisbane. That's a Brisbane terminology. I mean, a, you're looking down, but I mean, down. Oh, socioeconomically. I, mean, you're I saying, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. no. Nah.
1: I'm just saying that I look down on them yeah, as a footballing okay. community.
0: Uh, I took uh, after um, our little Brisbane-Sydney outing. Um, took the took the family again to oh, yeah. Sydney Macarthur. Yes. Uh, 1-0 loss to Sydney FC, uh, hasn't been a good run. Suck it. Yeah, I don't think we're a championship team this year, unfortunately. Well, and, and
1: I don't know if you saw, but Sydney popped up to Brisbane to play the return leg. When? Just last week. Oh, did it? Yep. I missed that. 1-1. Was it another draw? Another fucking draw. At least there were
0: goals.
2: There were goals. Though. I saw that was 1-1. Well, there you go. Alright.
1: Look at this guy. I'm i back. reckon. I reckon this is all an affectation. You seem to know far too much about what's going on in the football. Oh, I just looked at things that are going to you Because I do. wanted to do an intro
2: where I was something like, oh yeah, how did your team go this week, Phil? And then I actually looked up and was like, oh, the Royal Rebellion won one.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, you obviously <laughs> missed that opportunity because Everton were pants this week. So I don't, you, uh, I don't know
2: anything about the EPL. Try harder, Adzad.
1: Try harder. Uh, and to wrap up the sports
0: <laughs> program, I just saw a thing, just as I was leaving tonight, that uh, the rookie, Kobe Bryant's rookie card sold for $1.8 million. $1.8 US dollars. Jesus. Pristine Kobe The spice melange. Kobe Bryant. <laughs> rookie 1.8. That's just ridiculous. All right. We are going to give our most manly womanly awards. Oh, yeah? But we're going to drink a little beer first, <laughs> right? Hold my beer first. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Stepping. Breakfast in Vegas on cocaine and Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh. There
0: it is. Hold
1: my beer, Jim. All right.
0: Uh, Phil, your week this week. What are we, uh,
1: what are we drinking? So. I went to the bottle shop and I used a very sophisticated method for picking the beer this week. Yeah, It was a nice colour and it had some (laughs) hipstery looking shit on the front of it. So, this is not a beer I had ever had before. This is Mm. not something I brought to the table because of some amazing knowledge. I saw that it had acai and passion fruit in it. And I thought to myself, that's probably healthy. It sounds healthy. healthy. Well... I also enjoyed the fact that there was only one standard drink. You yeah. know, I love me a mid-strength. Oh, being great, th- aren't they? Being the uh, being the fucking lightweight that I am, I feel
2: so responsible. I oh, know. yeah. Are you? Which was why,
0: actually, when we were in, when we were up in Port uh, Anonymous was drinking. Uh, Captain Sensible, Captain Sensible, love it. <laughs> so so we could easily cat- track thing. the ones.
2: Yep. Yeah. and yep. I'll also point out that, to his credit, our boy Tristan Freeman was drinking the Butcher. Butcher beer, and yeah, I introduced him to just a week before. You animal, it's a great drink.
1: How many though? Because I really couldn't see myself going past one of those bags. Yeah, bars. I mean, I wasn't,
0: I it was like think four, <laughs> that was day one. That was uh, going back to what we were saying before, that was yeah. day one. Ooh, yeah. get these, you I know. Mean, there's
1: only so healthy you want your gut to be.
0: I know, but it was actually a really quaffable drink. And this wasn't the uh, this wasn't the white, it wasn't the summer, it wasn't the summer, it was, it was, the, it was the, the uh, XPA yeah. or the IPA yeah, yeah. or something yeah. like that. So it was very nice.
1: Alright. So, um, for the listeners who we haven't actually yes. explained what this is yet, this is Pirate Life Brewing Acai and Passion Fruit Fruit Sour. Essentially. So, a beautiful light blue can. Uh, you know I like a good can. It's a gorgeous colour. Uh, absolutely gorgeous colour. And just another classic solid beer from Pirate Life as far as as far as I can tell. Um, for those who haven't had a lot to do with Pirate Life, essentially um, a, a start-up craft beer brewing company uh, either dies the hero or lives long enough to become the villain. Okay, and where um, are we sitting here on the Pirate this Life is deeply in villain territory now <laughs> uh, because they got very big. So it was a couple of guys came together, one of whom was one of the people involved in the early days of Little Creatures. Oh, yeah, love a Little Creatures. Came across to Adelaide, set up a brewery in the Barossa, strap in, Pirate Life comes out. It's mm. the absolute hipster's favourite beer. Became the real craft beer, hipster's absolute favourite. It yep. was populating through all the small bars. But now it's like half the fridge in BWS. Yeah, it is. So they are very mainstream now, but simple fact is, and this is one of the things I've said to people who get tetchy about, you know, these these breweries expanding and whatnot, is that I have not seen the quality of Pirate Life beer drop even a little bit. No, Since sure. it's gotten taken okay. over. And so great beer in a BWS, strap in. Yep. Uh, and I love it. So it's, uh, a, I'm just reading those little things up
0: the top there. Acai. Uh, where, where do we start with here? Yeah, which is like uh, that, that...
1: I don't know exactly. It's like a B- Brazilian berry. Yeah, yeah you get those that. acai bowls. Acai bowls. Yeah.
0: acai bowls. Very high in sugar, I will mind you. Delicious, though. Acai passion fruit chill filter can enjoy. Oh, no, actually, maybe I maybe I stopped. Okay. <laughs> I think I missed out a lot of things. All right.
1: Passion uh, fruit acai ferment... Oh pale, pale
0: wheat... <laughs> Mill Mash Rest Run off okay. Sour okay. This is the worst bit you've ever done, Enigma <laughs> okay. Spin 16 degrees Celsius oh Yeast Ferment Acai Passion fruit And in
1: this episode... Chill. Filter. Can. Enjoy. And in this episode's round of Tristan Reads Cans... Oh, because look, um, there's these little symbols at the top of the can. I know, Tristan.
2: I feel like it's a secret coded
1: message. I don't. It's it's good, mate. And anyway, (laughs) Phil, uh, this just makes me sad. (laughs) Can we have a sip now? You've really brought me down. Get in. Alright. Get in. I think each of us should try and describe what this tastes like. I think that's much better than just reading the can. Well, I can tell you...
0: (laughs) I can tell you a couple of things about this drink. Firstly, on a very humid night, which it is tonight, Last little, uh, you know, threshold yep. of summer. Yep. Uh, this, I could probably just scoff this in about two minutes. Yep. Like it's juice. Yes. Agreed? Yes. Yeah. It's, it is a 1.0, as you sort of mentioned before. Uh, so it feels like you are being sensible. Yep. A.K.A. Captain Sensible. Yep. Um, very light tasting, isn't
2: Stream? it? Oh, it's light. It tastes like one of those uh, soft drinks you get from the very end of the soft drink aisle. Those yep. ones that are like soda with a touch of blood on it Yes orange. it does, good call you yep. know, just, They're always pink or, or a light kind yes. of orange colour They've often got passion fruit and things like that in them uh, Always low sugar Yeah, You always yeah. think this is the healthy option when I'm going to get myself a fizzy drink yeah. And um, it's, it's the
1: one your parents would come home with and You'd be like, <laughs> oh I just wanted a fucking coke yeah, <laughs> yeah like that. It's, it's, it's exactly like that.
0: It is, uh, it, it's, I mean, I think I've drunk half the can already, because I was actually kind of thirsty as well. Well, I
1: mean, you are an animal. I'm an I downed 35 You were, three read, and a half you were reading is. it while drinking. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, I definitely can taste the passion fruit there. That's for the sure. first thing you get. The mm-hmm. first thing you get is the passion fruit. I can't remember what acai tastes like, so I'm not yep. getting any of that. Yep. But I'm definitely getting passion fruit. Yeah. It's, and, it's
1: it's it's more passion fruity. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a bit there's a touch of the SIE. I can can taste that.
2: But you know what? It's it's good.
1: Yeah. You, 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 could, you couldn't look at this and go, oh
2: yeah, but you know, you couldn't have more than one because it's a bit too sweet. Nah. No. It's it's a perfect, like you say, it's a perfect humid good, summer, night good session beer, I reckon. Lovely session beer. Yep. It's quenching. Like you said, you were thirsty, this is this is helping you out. It is, you can drink it because you're thirsty. Whereas you couldn't drink, you know. Yeah. Whatever that monstrosity custard yeah. and yogurt I, um, bullshit th- you brought to the table a few weeks ago. No, we speaking, of the, t- speaking t- of the
0: bullshit <laughs> that I brought to the table, I drank by myself one of those cans the other day. I just was, you know, I was chilled. I, I was feeling it. And yeah. I opened up a one drop um, raspberry yep. IPA cheesecake, which was 3.8 uh, yeah. standard drinks in a Raspberry ripple
2: cheesecake IPA.
0: Drake it by myself. Um, because the only other two I've opened before with uh, you guys Ah, the only signs of
1: alcoholism Yeah, you
2: demon Well,
0: yeah, and it, look <laughs> Were you drinking by yourself? Does God count as a person? <laughs> <laughs> totally does So, I, I can't say, you know, the thing about it is that it's so, those drinks are so rich and thick That when you try and, it's not something you're drinking This is refreshing me while I drink it, you know I would say I'm becoming more sober while so, I drink so what drink. you're
1: saying is that that other beer was like the Kevin James of beers. <laughs> <fierce, laughs> yes, rich a little and thick. Yeah. You,
0: you know what? Remember when we talked? Remember when we were drinking the? Was it the new or the? Was it the Forex or whatever? Oh, yeah, we we the, the Clash of the States. Enjoying a beer. Yeah. For yeah. the sake of a beer. Other VB. You know. Yeah. Remember Australia yeah. Day? We were drinking VB and yeah. and loving every minute of it. Yeah.
1: This is the Cotty's version of that. A little, oh, yeah.
2: That's exactly what it is. The Cotty's version of a VB. There's yes. nothing offensive about it. There's yep. nothing that's going to like turn some people's noses. Oh, this is a bit too yeasty or a bit too, you know, wheaty for me. No, it's just you'd like actually busy my, my
1: dad got shit faced <laughs> at Pirate Life. <laughs> it's just like that. Drinking the beers that I like best. best. I would probably, you know, y- y- you probably wouldn't even be,
0: you know... Given a you know slap on the wrist for potentially putting half a can of this into your kids' lunchbox, you know? Like, oh it's a hot day, son.
2: No one would blame <laughs> you.
0: I, I think
1: you might be punished if you didn't. <laughs> exactly. I mean it's hot out there. Yeah. Could give the kids some relief. Um, I would say, like I, I know what you mean about those soft drinks. My description of this would be it's like if you took a good cottage cordial yeah. but mixed in some sour worms. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, it was like sour wine. Yeah, yeah It's just yeah. an edge of that because I used to mix them in with vodka because, you know, I was, that was a, a thing. I was a douche. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, and it had that that aftertaste that was in there. Yeah. The citric
2: acid. Yeah, it's definitely got that sour to it. Yes. It's got sour, it's got sweet, it's got passion fruit. Very inoffensive. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it, actually. Yeah. You
1: know what I reckon this would actually be perfectly complemented with? You got, mm-hmm. this, you got a four pack of this, you've got a four pack of the elbow corn ale, oh, and that's yeah. your day of drinking. You're just jumping back and forth between those two because you've got the cornell resetting That's the it. day of drinking. That's the day of we drinking. We are not
2: inviting you to Port Macquarie, my friend. Because right. there's going to be four or five more trips to Dan <laughs> that same day, <laughs> except after that little session, you're going to be oh, catching so an Uber. So
1: Adam's <laughs> response to me, just really trying to articulate you to balance these two things out is, you pussy.
2: <laughs> I'm wondering how much Bacardi you can add to this. That's what I'm just thinking. Just to give it a bit just of a... Just a little zing. Give yeah. it a bit more
1: kick. Yeah. Yeah,
2: well, I'm about
0: to finish this can. I've, I've <laughs> yeah. scoffed this thing, and uh, I'll give you this much credit, Philly. This was the beer for tonight.
1: It was, you beer know, for we
0: tonight. we we are recording. We are. We've had a long week. It's hot, you know. It's humid. Um, you want us out of your house? Sorry, our recording studio yeah, as soon yep. as possible. Sorry, the Inner West recording studio. <laughs> um, I mean, I positioned
1: us closest to the door with good reason. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yep. Um, but take the hit. <laughs>
2: it is. Um, it's great. It, uh, yeah. Okay. Obvious question. Pair it with food. What are you going to have with it? And don't say an acai bowl. Steak. Steak. Ribs. Phil.
0: Ribs. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm saying that honestly straight oh away. It's like listening to a mirror. <laughs> 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 a pad thai? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like a, just a good pad thai? Yeah. Oh, Phil disagrees. Uh, what are you thinking then?
2: No, you know when you have... Just get your fucking ribs. It's like a <laughs> sweet <laughs> wine. You <laughs> want to you pair with maybe ribs. something... Spicy, or like a spicy uh, Thai curry, yeah. or an Indian yeah. curry, or that kind of thing. Yeah,
1: it would cut through the spice. Cut through the it's spice. a summer's night. Fuck that. Ribs. It's ribs. <laughs> <laughs> always a time yeah. for ribs. Laksa? You could go a laksa,
2: yeah, like oh, a nice you spicy laksa Fucking laksa. No, man. no, no. I don't think so. But definitely the pad thai. I think I want some. I don't want more liquid on top of this. It's too quenching already. Yeah. Um
1: speaking of let's talk about I'll tell you what actually no no very specifically and it's a specific kind there's a pizza you can get from Mad Pizza oh uh, yeah that is a uh, pumpkin chorizo and feta pizza so All it's right. got a little bit of spice bit of pumpkin that is very specific it's a fucking great yeah. pizza and this
0: oh yeah um good. let's talk about pirates for a sec okay, okay.
2: uh I always didn't think that... they have a big resurgence in the late 90s? <laughs> didn't they? Didn't they? It's what? like we would all forgotten about pirates And then suddenly that Jerry Bruckheimer yeah. Comes along and reminds us all oh, oh. Just how great it is to be a pirate again I... I always think of Monkey Island when I think of Pirates uh, The yeah,
1: Secret yeah. and the
0: Curse of Monkey oh, Island I
1: played that last year during Covid Was it Amazeballs? It was amazing Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they've actually was really Arts? Yeah. you can oh, yeah. that LucasArts? You can get them on Playstation and they've redone the graphics But you can just switch back and forth between the old graphics oh, and the new nice. graphics Wow it's a Fucking good remake, man Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I always think of Pirates just drinking Grog Yeah, you know, yes Just Grog Yes
1: burning through the bottom of the mug
0: yep. yep And I just can't help but think that they would be Imagine us trying to <laughs> <laughs> <in> Pirate life! <laughs> I don't think pirates are drinking a sigh in passion fruit sours
1: I mean, the pirates are navigating the tropics. I'm not sure you're right about that, but you know, little Assai passion fruit. Grog. I mean, I mean, much like Adzo, there'd be a lot of rumbos in there. But do you reckon there's a, a big distribution of the Assai
2: passion fruit pirate life in, you know, say Rwanda, where they have yep. the um, sea pirates? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like I said, you live long enough to become the villain. <laughs> so... Look at me! I am the captain now, and you just hear this. <laughs> yes! Amazing! Amazing! You know what I like in particular about the fact that we've somehow come around to actual pirates? I had to. I watched a video last week that was talking about the fact that the reason the Fast and the Furious franchise <laughs> is so loved is because it's essentially a story of pirates. Oh, pirates what just pirates. pirates of the Road. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah P- Pirates of the Caribbean. Being... <laughs> da! He's my hero of the week. He's my hero <laughs> of the week for that joke. Amazing. <laughs> pirates of the Pirates
2: of the Caribbean. <laughs> okay, I was not expecting that kind of response from that pathetic I love
1: car. it, I
0: love
2: it Okay, let's pie rate these beers Yeah, less good <laughs> Alright, I'm going to give it uh, 3 and 3 quarter beers
0: That's what I was doing. I was going to do 3.75 Because I didn't want to give it as low as 3.5 I didn't want to give it a 4, I thought 3.75 was a good call Yeah, yeah. All right.
1: I'm going to go with a 3.75. It's a 3.75 <laughs> to this Pirate Life beer. And, 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 and it's a 2 to your joke. And it's a 5 <laughs> fine, to Natos joke. I am like week. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, well, talking about pirates, let's talk about um, women. I couldn't connect with that at
2: all. Okay, yeah. Move on.
1: I smell your
0: Alright, so to celebrate International Women's Day, um, which was uh, last... A couple of days ago. Yeah, last, yeah, yesterday maybe. Monday. What are we today? Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, it was on Monday. Um, did, actually, speaking of, to come a little bit full circle, as we like to do in this podcast, um, did uh, did laugh at a little joke on, I think it was Boned, um, the 12th man. Yeah. Where um, Richie tells, uh, see this, I don't know if this joke would even hold up anymore. Well, let's find out. He tells the guys, like, we need to get, you know, we need to get our ne- out there. We need to get some, you know, news articles about oh, us. I know what goes, you to. Get us into that, you know, that women's magazine. What's it called? Yeah,
2: women's, women's Monthly.
1: They'll
2: yeah. <laughs> give us a plug. <laughs> <That's cool.
1: laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> What a what a it's what a, a great a, joke! What a great start to the section. Welcome <laughs> to <this laughs> <of it. laughs> the
0: international In- reverence
2: to women, Tristan. No, well done. Way I can when I go to listen to this episode. And Spotify has pulled us.
1: Oh, hundred percent. So, <laughs> right, I so pol- I apologise.
0: Welcome s- to the first Sorry. annual.
2: I'm
1: sorry Yes,
0: making it a thing And your Even though we're doing I think our favourite of all time Not in the last year But we'll we'll start off with the Hall of Fame We'll make
1: up for it next year I mean it's a bold assumption about us still being doing this in a year's time (laughs) And I like it I like the confidence, it's bullish
0: The most womanly women awards of the Freedman podcast Um, So we've got five categories Favourite female characters in movies slash TV shows Favourite female performing artist Favourite female politician Favourite female athlete Favorite female comedian. So I think we'll each just give out one.
1: Favorite again and more stridently. Favorite, but then put the little things
0: underneath to assume that it's the same word. Female, then put little things underneath the same word, and in those categories. Okay. So with no particular order, I think we're just going to do our number one. Yeah. Yeah, number one. And we'll uh, we'll choose a winner, maybe. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. I mean, it's very subjective It's very yeah. subjective Well, if we can be swayed, then there's an outright winner
1: Yep.
0: Otherwise, they're all winners Can <laughs> I mean, we just say women are the winner? <laughs> okay, let's start with which we start with What about... Look, why don't we be topical? Why don't we go with favourite female politician? Sure Can I go with?
2: first? You just, can Just in case you guys steal it off me Alright, uh, Adzo's nomination is... Is Jacinda Ardern ah, No it? question to me She's a great example of a woman juggling monster responsibilities Both in career and home life she set the world standard for keeping her country safe.
1: Just an incredible lady. I love. It. Well, I like that he went down the serious road. And the, the thing <laughs> the thing that... Um, I, I mean, she's got to get the vote. Um, and the thing that I think is really promising for planet Earth is that yeah. New Zealand tends to be the bellwether about 20 years ahead of everywhere else. Yeah. In terms of progress, you know, progress, mate. Um, and so... I think it's a good sign for all of us that that's the kind of leadership that's emerging in New Zealand. We can all look forward to it in about 20 years time. Yeah, uh, um, good, good nomination. Yep. Me, uh, Anastasia Palaszczuk. No, of course you did. I knew he would. He's such a prick. Lady, he such he a prick. Of course. Yeah. Tell me why, Phil. Because she keeps Queensland <laughs> safe for Queenslanders. And I'm a Queenslander Where and I feel are. pretty fucking safe. <laughs>
0: Uh, Alright, well, I had two. No, um, I probably probably no, two. I don't, this is the only time I have two. Oh. No, actually, I actually mentioned lots of people.
1: Here we go again.
0: But, We're because attacks. I didn't Doesn't have two. His own rules. No. no, I didn't have two, but you forced me to mention Gladys.
1: What? I didn't force you to do anything.
0: You did by mentioning Anastasia.
1: I didn't force you to do anything. You <laughs> had plenty of time to prepare for this. You backed me into a coming. corner didn't. and. I came mean. up with a segment this afternoon. <laughs> Don't let them behind the curtain
0: uh, Okay, no, obviously I have to I have to, I I have to, uh, I have to mention Gladys, I, you know, we all know that No, I am going with uh, An- Angelica Merkel Angelica? Angela Merkel. Merkel. Yeah,
1: An- Angela, Merkel.
0: Ang- Angela, Merkel. Angela Merkel Angelica?
1: Science. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: my god, alright, so that's your favourite The <laughs> one whose name you don't know <laughs>
1: moving right along <laughs> no any no, no. reason why
2: well one
0: i've actually always i've actually always admired her leadership she was the Never leader of her of Ge- Wait, when was the chance to mention her why would i just bring her up hey do you want to talk about merkel every, every week,
1: we talk week about germany. when we talk politics
0: uh every week. so <laughs> most of no, anyway <laughs> 18 years she yeah. led germany Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you know, she's, she's stepping down
1: I did see that
0: And she received six minutes of unbroken applause When she finished by the people of Germany And, the, and the, um, that's pretty freaking impressive It's a impressive. long time it's you know a who, long time You know
1: who else used to get really long applauses? Who? Stalin
0: And <laughs> during these 18 years of her leadership You know, and then, uh, this I like this This was a, one of the journalists wrote that And I don't want to try and guess who they're having the little go at at 18 years of her leadership in her country, no transgressions were recorded against her. She did not assign any of her relatives a secretary. She did not claim that she was the maker of glories. She did not get millions out of her, nor did anyone share her life. She did not receive charters and pledges. She did not fight those who preceded her and did not dissolve her. The blood of her fellow countrymen. She did not utter nonsense. She did not appear in the alleys of Berlin to be photographed. I don't know who they're trying to have a go at of okay, just so, there so. so. are yeah,
1: yeah, Okay, clearly. fine, whatever. Moving on, it almost—it almost feels reductionist that they're making. It says the guy just made the Stalin joke, but there's something about that whole long applause thing that was really—I don't know if you've seen the videos of how creepy that was back back in the day. So there's something about long applause that just brings that up for me. But it's almost sad that, like, even as she's going out, they have to make this point of like, and she was a great leader, unlike fucking Donald Trump. It's like, how does his attention six minutes about the the length of the
2: first act of an episode of The Simpsons? Can you imagine if that was just people clapping? It's a lot. You know, you change the channel, you yeah. go, you get, you, just, you make stuff a cup of tea, you come back, and they're still yeah. just clapping. Yeah, it's that, a lot. It's creepy. But well, in
1: fairness, 18 years is a long time to wait to come. And
0: they're in pretty good shape. That's th- that's you know that's that's impressive. 20 bro. seconds a year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right.
1: <laughs> 20 seconds a year. Quick <laughs> man. Quick man. Moving right along.
0: Um. Oh, it's three years per minute, if you will, in a way. But oh, yeah. Birth correct. Alright, let's move on to...
2: What about... You've already named the categories already. What
0: about... I'm just trying to pick a good order. Okay,
2: athlete. Alright, I'll go first again. Go for it. This is my Australian entry, because obviously Australia has all the best athletes, and I'm giving it to Elise Perry. She represented Australia in cricket and football. Represented Australia, this is... In cricket and football from the age of 16. She's pretty good. Perry's the youngest Australian to play international cricket and the first to have appeared in both ICC and the FIFA World Cup. Yep. She's a great role model for young William, for young women. She's an amazing sports person and an all-round great Australian.
1: Yeah, and I remember years ago there was a bit of drama around like, oh, was she playing the two sports? I'm like, you're good enough. Yeah. Get in. Some of those things like really good sports people can yeah. pretty much do anything, but she can do it. At the absolute highest level, hundred percent, amazing, yeah, amazing. She's amazing. amazing for me, of course. You know, I love my football. It's all about Sam Kerr. I knew, yeah, I knew playing, you were going to say. Yeah, Sam she's Kerr. playing at Chelsea now. Like she was a genuine shout for best player in the world a few years ago. Um, she is. She she really took over as Australia's Tim Cahill as like the face of football. Yeah. Like when ta- Tim Cahill was was retiring down, she was the big, big um icon coming up. She's playing in the Champions League this year. Like she's just amazing. So yeah, strap in.
0: I thought you were gonna say Sam uh, Sam Kerr. I was my I had my I had my money on yeah you saying, you, saying Sam Kerr. coming. Yeah. Uh, it's funny we've all gone Australian. Um, I have? have to give an honourable mention to Serena Williams. Yeah. I think oh, she's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Serena up. Williams. Um, How is she still house? going? I uh, know, and just like I mean, you know. Yep. I am very much attracted to her in many different ways. You know, I've said that openly you before, um, but she's not my pick. And
1: you said that said that at your kid's birthday.
0: party. Uh, <laughs> I said it in my farewell speech at my work. Uh, <laughs> I had a great great twelve years here, and also I just I love Serena Williams, yeah. and yeah. Would, yeah, no, I mean she is a monster. She's unbelievable. Um, no, but, okay, I'm interested in your take on this one.
1: Mm.
0: It was funny. It's one of those things where I was really thinking about. You know, obviously, Kathy Freeman comes to mind, yeah. so, but for me, yeah. especially as a kid and someone who loved golf, I can't go past Carrie Webb. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She is yeah, yeah. still the the leader in the LPGA in terms of titles, yeah. and I just I have this memory as a child, well not child, but like probably as a teen and, and so on, and, and as a as an early adult, young adult, just her winning all of the time and yeah. being on TV. Yeah. Remember when? Golf was on, like, commercial television. Yeah. Remember those days? A long, long time ago. She won everything all the time, always. Yeah. And um, she, I think she's one of our... When I think about how good she is and how mm. good she was for golf and how, you know, when yeah. Greg Norman would falter here and there and when all this yeah. sense, Kari Webb was always just this, like, pinnacle of just championship, you know, behaviour and, and, and response and so on. And I just think she's phenomenal. And she was actually... Quite influential in in my interest in golf, um, growing up for a long time. So
1: yeah, and I, I, and I think the two the two that you've raised there are a good shout, for, so I read this question as who's your favourite. That's and I'm the like, thing. This is I'm not talking is. about who's the best in the but, world. It's no. who is yeah. your favourite. Yeah. But I think yeah. the two yeah. that you've talked about are, are in that echelon. Serena Williams and Carrie Webb in that echelon of like a couple of the best female athlete, athletes of all time in sure. terms of their endurance and the amount of things that they won, what they represented to the sport. Yeah. All that sort of stuff, so. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, and also, I just,
1: we would Are be... Are you really re- going to bring a fourth in. No, I'm
0: not. I'm just saying we'd be remiss for not mentioning over the Australian swimmers, but that's so cliche, you know. Hayley Lewis. they <laughs> Lewis. Uh, oh.
1: yeah. I used to love Hayley Lewis.
2: Jesus. I was very young O'Neil, man. more yeah, of a Stephanie yeah. Rice man myself. Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, if Stephanie for no other reason Rice. than
1: all the controversy. <laughs> yeah. Uh great, that's great great work, guys. All Unfa- right. Unfairly treated on that controversy, I think. One stupid tweet. Like we can all we can all yeah. do that. Yeah, I've I've tweeted in Le Pew
2: situation. I mean, was it wasn't. Not at <laughs> all. It not. Dr. Seuss it wasn't a situation. Dr Seuss just,
1: just stupid uh, stupid mm-hmm. sports band. It was it was in Poor taste. but honestly.
0: Uh, Alright, how about um, favourite female character in movies or TV show?
1: Letty from Fast and the Furious. <laughs> of course it is. I mean, is that she's, the... She's honestly, she's grown up on that series. Who and, is that? that has gone from like the classic female side character that didn't have that much to smacking down with Ronda Rousey in the later, later series. She fight Ronda? Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Is
0: she the, what's who she's played by? That's a good question. Yeah, I don't have my phone on my phone. But me. she's the main one. She's the main one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, you did yeah. say character. I don't no, know. it is no, character. I It is I character. Know, I just just trying to make, yeah. I'm just trying to give myself and I mean, a word if picture. If I saw
1: her in real life, I would call her Lenny because... <laughs> it's,
0: it's... That's how you know her. That's how I know yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah. I can understand that. 100%. Uh, Addo. Yeah, you go. Omega? Alright. I, uh, I can't... I mean, it's... There are many... Um, all, every, all roads for me In anything Point to Julia Louise dreyfus in everything that I ever do
2: In Veep This time Yeah You know Adzo called this Yeah before you got here Before like, you even got here He's gonna me. give it to Julia yeah. He's gonna give it all to oh, Julia
0: Everyone Anyone who knows me Knows that she's my She's my goat of goats We've yeah. talked about this before Yeah okay Um It's a tough one But I have to say In terms of An established character Selena Meyer in Veep Great uh, Great pick Just uh Hilarious, crass, sexy. Uh, sometimes uh, just the way she portrays anything that she ever does is incredible. But um, Selena Mariah in Veep is yeah, of course Elaine in Seinfeld is brilliant. But you know she, I can't separate any of the characters yeah. in Seinfeld because they all yes. play each it's other a nice so well. well
1: in such
2: a way. But she in Veep just is the main everything. She's yeah. just. The 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 show so the she whole runs show. and the, yeah she's also supported we've
0: got huge support characters but her as the hero of it is just beyond
2: yeah anything else it's a great choice it's a great choice awesome. so yeah I had I had a big issue with this because I am a big movie guy and you know. gotta, well, how do you how do you how do you, know? you how go down yeah. Sarah Connor or Ripley and Aliens or the Kill Bill's The Bride or fr- Princess fucking Leah in the end Leia Leia. You Lear. 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 Princess Lear. We're all getting it wrong. Whoa.
0: Angelica Merkel. In the end, I went with Clarice. That's more than Leah. Cla- in the end, I went with. Anyway, Cla- look, we don't have time for that. <laughs> Let's move on.
2: So, in the end, I went with Clarice Star. Wow, really? Jodie Foster and yeah. of the land. Oh, I'm rewatching yeah. it with my wife at the moment. She's never seen it. Yeah. And Jodie Foster, as Clarice, is just incredible. She's smart. Fearless but vulnerable She's good with a gun She's very human She plays against Anthony Hopkins And holds her own on set with him When he is just acting the shit out of every scene he's in I couldn't say as a character that You know, Julianne Moore played it as well as she did But Jodie Foster as Clarice Starling Was just my masterpiece of a uh, of a female character in a movie
0: And yet, you went past Anna Ferris in Scary, scary Movie. movie. <laughs> yeah. Just this once. <laughs> you just skipped it. Just this right. once. I, I'll imagine she's a close second. Very close. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, anyway, as we said, it's, it's our favorite. It's the most influential. I mean, that's the thing. There's so many great performances and you know out can, there. It could
2: change week by week. Yeah. And I, d- I will say that a big part of it is because I'm re watching it. I hadn't watched it in 15 years or so. And it is such a good, It's such a tight, yeah. suspenseful movie. And she just plays it freaking Dynamo.
1: But yeah. And, and, and my big, like, in amongst this, I've got to say one shout, one separate shout out for me was Amy Paler. Because um, I was looking through these different yeah. um, potential characters and whatnot, like characters versus actresses and things like that. But Amy Paler in Parks and Recreation, because she was one of those, you know, sometimes an actor just gets under your skin. I was like this with Paul Rudd for a while as well, okay. where I'd seen a couple of things that they're in and I'm just like, they're so fucking annoying. I love Paul They're Paul Rudd. so annoying, so annoying to me. Mm. And then suddenly you just get them. Okay. If that makes sense yeah, And so yeah, Parks yeah, I and Rec it. came through yeah. and, I, and I pushed through the first few episodes I got halfway through that show And I'm like Oh she's a fucking genius Yeah Like Yeah I get that Oh I get it now like Amy, I get it now But yeah. But Maybe you're probably. not going to give
2: it to Leslie Knorr Oh yeah Because well, I mean this is about I mean we've yeah, still yeah, yeah, got yeah. a category for comedians, So That's you can still sneak Amy in if you want
1: No well let's go with Leslie Knorr That's a great character He's a great, great character. Fantastic. I mean, he went with Julia Louise Dreyfus, but he was picking. But yeah, if I'm going to pick a character that she played, Leslie Knope's fucking genius. Yeah, but you've already
2: picked that chick from The Fast and the Furious. Well, that's obviously it. my number one. <laughs> obviously my
1: number one, and I don't back down from that for one fucking second. Good, okay, good. All right, performing artist. Tristan. Yeah.
0: You know, before we talk about performing artists, this kind of leads into it. I did... One thing I will confess is that in thinking about this, it does
2: make me realise how much my media skews towards male. We were talking about this earlier, yeah. and we figured this is actually a really good point to bring up. Because when it comes to... I saw performing artists as, as singer-musician. And I, had to, I, I jumped on my Spotify, Spotify and, like, and looked through the look, list. Let, let's uh, look through my yep. likes, let's look through my yep. top 100 from last year. Yep. And like, I pretty much consume predominantly male acts. Yep. And it's a, it it made made me look into myself, challenge myself a little bit, and go, why why is that? Is it because that's the way I'm geared towards? Because I like more you know metal kind of music, and you get much many more guys doing that kind of stuff. Is it because I'm you know I've just got a little bit of inbuilt chauvinism, and I'm just I'm no. I tend towards no. that kind of thing, or is it because it's harder for women to break into those spaces um, that are going to appeal to me? And uh, but I, I would actually recommend everyone that listens to the pod. Have a think about your own list and see. Uh, did did you find the same thing? Did you find that all of your top yeah, hits, particularly music,
0: are all other guys? 100 percent. And I do think that the I think and uh, you know and this is the thing and this is the danger when people start to talk about this and they kind of delve into the idea that you know is it a bit chauvinistic? Or not? No. Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. The the reality is, I'll openly say. That I don't find that many women funny. I have watched a lot of comedies. Some, you know, there obviously are exceptions to that, but the majority of the humour that I find, and there's I think mean, there's a reason to that, because I associate more with the male humour because it comes from my own maturity level. It's like I've got two boys and I kind of get them a little bit more than my wife does. And I've spoken to other people who have kids, mm. and you know, sometimes the women will struggle to understand. The mentality of the boys we all go crazy by it but because we are men so i think we're and and interestingly enough we were when we were in port this week last weekend or whatever it was a friend of ours wanted to put on some musician amy shark amy shark and my instinct reaction straight away was why you know Mm. but also because i just feel like if it's a female singer you know it's going to be some pop singer you know on radio and i was wasn't that wrong but, like, <laughs> but... I like Amy Chester. No, she's good, but it's not going to be the kind of music that we're into because, you know, just like the comedy is probably not going to necessarily... That's why when you get, like, a movie like, you know, Bridesmaids, which actually is quite funny, yeah. there's something about... I don't know what they quite do It's different. There are those... I, I I don't know. We could talk about that for a long time, but I don't, think, I don't think we should just put it down to, like, oh, it's wrong that we don't. I think that there's an actual inherent reason why... You know, there's a reason why predominantly men watch sport and predominantly women like, you know, women's magazines and and gossip and so on. Because, no, but that's the truth. Like, why is Mamma Mia popular and why is that? Because it's, you know, whenever I say, whenever I think like as a man oh, why do women like want to go onto these, you know, watch these shows or do that. I think women are probably saying exactly the same thing about us and sport. And they are going, well, why do you guys want to get into the sport? 100% 100% We watch these bunch of guys And we get really obsessed with You're a Sydney UFC 1 And like you know So it's not that It's not that they can't cross over But I think we have this Natural tendency One To, to one direction you know, And
1: I think particularly With something like when, you, when you're looking at Performing arts and TV shows And things like that like, like you said with the metal Like there's a lot more men in metal It's not completely men But yeah. there's a lot more men in metal and, and metal And that kind of music Operates on the emotional frequency Of anger which men tend to have more of yeah you know that or we have a particular kind of anger you might even call it that resonates with that and so I I totally get what you're saying Tristan and I think the fine line with anything of this nature is when you start getting into well this is superior to that or this is better than that or this way around and it's like okay well women want to watch this and it's like oh well that's that's no good that's down or there isn't access to resources to make those things happen all of that sort of stuff but for the most part, I was going through the same thing. I went through my Spotify list. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> we all did yeah, it. Yeah. There are almost no female yeah. voices in here. And it did give me pause to, to think, okay, yeah, I'm not suddenly going to listen to like 50 50 men because no. you speak like the, the male musicians are speaking on the emotional frequency of the male experience. Yeah. But it was that thing of like, oh, well, I, you know, I did go to the Julia Stone gig the other week and that was really good. Mm-hmm. I, dive in and listen to that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. But it was it was just an interesting thing to observe. And um, as a side note to that, this is the one thing that Christopher Nolan gets shit for. He's my favourite director. I fucking love him. But he gets shit for the fact that he's... he's the female characters in his movies are never fleshed out. Right, Because you know? okay. it's always about the male protagonist. Right. And then when I looked at that, I'm like, well, that's cool. Just as long as there's like a director getting funding to make a female protagonist movie that's built that way, no problem. But... You know, it evens out, yeah. It, it, it sort of evens out because it's like we're asking, you're now asking a male director to to tell a story on behalf of. It, it just gets into funny. Murky I just territory. think like I
0: just think yeah exactly. I just think yeah. like just everyone just take a chill pill. Yeah. I don't think it has to be like we are all you know just chill. Yeah. So,
1: but I think a lot of these. This is <laughs> a lot of this stuff comes up. Just as a final note on it, so we don't go too far in it. A yeah. lot of this stuff comes up at this kind of example because there's a there's a challenge of a lack of equality right and so if there's full equality then nobody gives a shit yeah if that makes sense if women have got equal access to resources and all that sort of stuff then all of this debate goes away because you don't have to be worried about the fact that i just happen to like male voices my musicians doesn't matter as long as those resources are in there so it's like don't get distracted by the noise of the little bits and pieces and focus on the big picture of making sure that women are, have access to education, resources, all of that sort of stuff. Focus on that big picture stuff and then we can just be us. Exactly. And we don't have to get into it over all of this sort of stuff. For me, so it's like, oh, this little thing, do we need to focus on this? Probably not. What we need to do is turn our attention back to the big thing, which is making sure women feel welcome in the workplace, making sure that you know, there's equality the of pay and all of yeah. that sort of stuff. For People me, it's...
0: For, for me, it's 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 the style, right? At the end of the day. So when I was looking through my Spotify, I said, like, "Oh, Evanescence." You know, like some I know, of those know, songs. What about the lead singer of Evanescence? I like, well, It's not that influential for me. Sure. I was like, "Oh, the Super Jesus." Yeah. You know, great. Starbiz, Super Jesus. Great. Yeah. yeah. Spiderbait. You know what? Spiderbait. Yeah. Oh, great. But they're not influential. So to me, I went with Beyonce. I love
2: her. Yeah. I've always loved her. I knew you would. You, well, you know you, know everyone. All, you would. My but wife I know you got a thing. That's my one. It's like, it, well. It's, that and the Serena, thing. And Serena. I know yeah. I've got a thing.
0: It's coming out a little. <laughs> but Beyonce always loved her. Loved her as uh, when she was part of Destiny's Child. Yeah. She's incredible. Like just, just strong, beautiful, really talented, powerful, beautiful. talented. Uh, sings like a, you know. And I was going to give a shout out also to Lady Gaga, oh, that's particularly nice. for a performance in uh, American Horror Story Hotel. But um, she also has good music. But I'm, I'm going to nominate Beyoncé as my
2: favourite. Okay, well, because you've just mentioned mine, I've gone with Lady Gaga. And I, I had the same issues you guys. You know, went through the Spotify list, all that kind of thing. But her music is incredible. The thing that really turned me onto Lady Gaga is the halftime show she did at the Super Bowl a few years ago. And when I'm watching her, she's like, wow, she's like a powerhouse out there. But, you know, obviously what I'm doing is I'm watching her... You know, mining while the music plays, and then I read up later, and it was all done live. Yeah, she's doing freaking acrobatics. Yeah, she's, she's singing. She's dancing. She is the full thing. And then uh, later, a couple of years ago, I watched the movie *A Star Is Born*. She's Again, great. That. Amazing actress. Yeah. Incredible performances there as well. She's just a tick every box kind of musician and performer. Absolutely yep. love it. Commend it. I'm so relieved because I thought you were going to go so with some
0: obscure, obscure person who I should have done, but that you came up with, you're very good at that sometimes. You know, oh, someone. I would have like, shit, that should have been my pick. So I'm glad that you didn't do that. All right, good pick. That's
1: you know, a the nice bass player of... from Jebediah. Like, oh, <laughs> oh and that should have been mine. <laughs> there's, a, there's a nice way of just subtly putting down his pick there, Tristan. I mean, it's, oh, I'm just glad you went with something common. Um, uh, for me, uh, it was due relevance just because I went to the Julia Stone gig the other day. Yeah, okay. And I love Julia Stone. Just amazing. Just amazing. So yeah, went to, went to the gig and, uh, where was, where was the gig? At the factory. Oh, nice! And just an incredible performer. Yeah, like and great venue. And I quite enjoy listening to her, like on Spotify and whatnot. But live, there's this haunting hmm, kind of—I Haunt. don't know—haunting. Yeah, yeah, it's the only way I would describe it. It's like as a performer, she just brings, and there's a whole band there they're sort of with her, and there's just this very, yeah, it's very. She, she's an absolute performer, all round yeah. performer. That, so and that, when you see her live, it's just that's the other thing. It's just Sometimes you go to
0: these like live shows and like you know the performance is unbelievable. And Then when you listen to the music afterwards, it's not quite. Yes. I had that with Gautier. I um, think he's yeah. great. The, the standout thing I ever went to was the first like I went to this gig at uh, Angel Hall or whatever, mm. and he it was with the visuals, it was amazing. Yes. And his actual listening music, I still think his music is incredible, but it didn't match just being in that. Yeah. Aura of yep. everything around. And I saw him at
2: the Sydney Uni bar, and it was like tight. Everyone's packed in there. It's really intimate, and you're like, "Holy shit, this is amazing!" And yeah, the music's still good, you know, on the CD, but whatever. It's, it's he's a real live man. Yeah. Yep. All right, nice nominations, guys. Uh, final
0: category is our favourite female comedian. Yep. Phil, why don't you start off?
1: Uh, Celia Piccola. Celia Picola. So she did. Um, she did the, She was on the Stan. Um, they did their version of how Netflix brings in all the comedy So they did that with a number of different Australian comedians. Um, but yeah, Celia, Celia Picola. Very or Celia Picola. I'm not sure. It's out. Kind of good? corrupt. But but yeah yeah. Look at look her up. Celia. She's got a show on the ABC as well. But just that that stand up set on Stan. Okay. Um, jump on. Yep. Fucking hilarious.
0: Ah well, oh, yeah, of course. I know. Yeah. She you know her. yeah. She's yeah, on
1: um, Have you been paying attention? Have you been paying attention yeah. and all those yeah, shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Very she... clever, but the, the set, the the live set that she did on stands like an hour set. They did it was her and, and probably four other comedians that all did one at the same time. It was like one night stand or something like yes, that. I think it was called clever. and um, yeah, it, great set. Great set. So she was the one that just jumped the Yeah.
2: <laughs> all right all right look um i I love julia you know that i like my my edgy humor i really like my my amy schumer maria bamford sarah silverman all very clever very funny ladies but here's what i'm going to do i recently rewatched the two netflix stand-up specials by ali wong that's hard knock wife and baby cobra baby cobra honest to god I was laughing so hard. She's good, her. isn't she? She's yeah. in- irreverent. You see the one where
0: she was pregnant? Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Uh, Just incredible, fast, very witty, biting, disturbingly disgusting at times. Just hilarious. Yeah. Stuff. Ali Wong's getting it this month. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's looking to be funny. No, I just
0: did Ali Wong's getting it this month. <laughs> um, I wasn't going to point that out, but it was a strange way of putting it <laughs> Ally Wong, she's getting it this month uh, Alright, uh, well you mentioned my winner Sarah Selman You did? Because yeah. uh, she's Jewish So, <laughs> uh, no, I um, And that's the show No, because obviously obviously, I've already said Julia's my goat of goats of goats yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't actually consider her, uh, like, comedian. I've never seen her do stand-up or anything like that I've seen her do, you know, she's incredible on, on screen and everything like that. I mean, but, um, Sarah Silver and I have watched her stand up, her stand up, the way she is, the way she performs in shows that she's in her, 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 um, you know, when she just plays in, it comes into one series and she just does one episode. She always is, she just plays this crass, like over the top. she's, She's she's sexy in one way and completely crass in the other. Yeah. Yeah. She'd she be
2: very dry and come across almost like she's dumb while being extremely clever yeah. about the jokes she makes. Yeah, I really like Silverman. She Turner, is though. funny, and
0: I and I also realized we actually you know we're sure should give a little bit of a shout out to Tina Fey as well, who's um fucking great too. Yeah, she's amazing. But uh, no, I've Sarah's never some...
2: seen T- Tina Fey do stand up though. Like I love Thirty Rock. Yeah. But well, yeah, but
0: she's a comedian, I guess, because she was on Saturday Night Live and she's done all those shows and yeah. all that stuff. And she's way. an
2: amazing writer as
0: well. Yeah, she's more than just a performer. All right. Well, that's nice. So, yeah, Sarah, to you. Um, great picks, guys. Yeah, that great was a good picks. Good um,
2: yeah. This one goes out to the women. Out to the women Thank you for being such an amazing influence in our lives. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. All right. Let's wrap up the show. All
0: right. Well, that's it. I've got nothing else to wrap up the show with. Absolutely, I Chappie we, has not asked, no. and uh, Phil looks
1: like he's about to die. I, I think we've reached the get the fuck out of my house part of the uh, part of studio, the show man. here today, the boys. The studio, uh, yeah. the studio, yes, yeah, yes, house, studio. house um, studio.
0: Anyone want to mention anything that's happened at all uh, nah. to say that's interesting? <laughs>
2: There's nothing going on. No. I've, been, it, I've right? been sick. My family's been sick. It's a daily it's grind, that's, that's isn't about it? it? Yeah. Yeah, just try and get through it one day
1: at a time. Oh, like I talked to you boys about, I'm working on my Tantra platform. If anybody in this uh, wide network of listeners knows a seed investor, oh, that's right. send them in my direction. <laughs> well, listening anyone
0: who's got a couple of hundred grand up their sleeve. 100%. Um, we're looking at you, Anonymous. If you want to uh, chip in for this thing, could uh, be a big moneymaker. And obviously, Ads and I get a referral fee for that. 100%. So yeah,
1: um, all right, boys. Well, let's call it a you night. You boys in that fucking referral fee. <laughs> as soon as I showed you the branding, you're like, strap in. We're in. I All mean, right. not with money, but
0: <laughs> let's strap out, fellas. All right. Good, Good night. night. Good. See you. Yeah.